Hi, everybody. It's Jonathan from Howard Hospitality Group and David from Extreme Vending. Welcome. How are you? Hey, great. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. So we this is the first ever of these videos of, I think I'm going to call it, I'm not sure, but I think I'm going to call it Meet the Industry or Meet the People in the Industry or just Meet the People. I don't know what I'm going to call it. But anyways, what I wanted to do was get together with people, fellow vendors and distributors and stuff and just kind of have conversations about what's going on in the industry and how you got started and all that kind of stuff. So I kind of have some funny questions and then I have some kind of serious questions, but I'll hopefully mix them up for you so it won't be tough. It'll be more fun. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm in. I mean, let's do this. I have no idea what you're going to ask me. Okay, I didn't even know we're we doing go. this interview. So this is kind of fun. I'll be okay. the test. So the first question is, it's kind of the break the ice question. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. What's your favorite video game of all time or arcade game of all time or amusement game? Any game that is your favorite of all time and why? Oh, my gosh. Well, uh, dang it. There's so many good video games out there. I yeah. mean... I grew up with more than one. It's okay. I just, yeah, well, I was a big fan of like Mario games and such, but there was one Mario game that really got to me. It was Mario RPG legend of the seven stars on the super Nintendo. Did you play that one? Yeah. 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 That's a good one. Uh, kingdom hearts was really fun, which was on the PlayStation two. And then of course breasted, uh, arcade like would be NBA jam or the NFL blitz are really fun. Um, right. as for like, uh, what do I like to play for amusement games? I like the ones that make me money. So claw machines, probably. <laughs> <laughs> whatever makes you money. Those are the ones you like. Yes. Okay. I like those ones. I like those ones because I can play some and make me money. So, well, cool. Well, good. So the first kind of serious question, not really a serious question, but tell us your story about how you got started and kind of where you're at now like how many machines and what you got going on that kind of thing just tell us about you okay uh yeah so uh i saw a quick play on youtube and back then they had like maybe four or five thousand subscribers and right. i was following them for a while and i'd be working in construction and then when i go to my parents house because my dad was my boss and we just kind of chillax. I look up on stuff on YouTube, and I'm always trying to find something to make a little extra money. I did some, you know, like people do MLMs and such like that. And, of course, MLMs never really work out except for the top guy. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I learned that. It didn't work out. But I did find a couple here, you know, little things here and there. And it would work for a while, but never stuck. And uh, But I watched Quick Play. And then I watched um, Claw Kickers and Joystick and other vendors and i was like man this is something yeah. really cool and uh actually i just found the video i posted on discord but around when they hit about ten thousand subscribers quick play they posted the video what's better claw machines uh full line vending coin pushers or the little uh candy machines and yeah. they, they reviewed all four of them and i remember watching that and they talked about how claw machines are the best in the video and uh i was like man they're right and so I went on the internet, went on Craigslist, because I didn't really do Facebook Marketplace that much, and uh, OfferUp was still kind of newer at the time, because right. three and a half, four years ago, three and a half years ago, and um, went on Craigslist, and I found this claw machine. It looks like those little toy house claw machines you see at Walmart, the old black ones with the little toy yeah. houses. And uh, I saw that, and I was like, okay, I got a claw machine, $600 or $650. I need to find a location. 
And I went down to my local grocery store, which was only a mile or two away. And I walked in there and I walked around and they had no claw machines. They had capsule machines with no claw machines. And they had a perfect spot in the entrance. They had a little food court with some tables, electrical and everything, just no claw machine. So right. I was like, this is perfect. So I went and I, I talked to the owner. I was so nervous, so scared, but I was like, I got to do this. And <laughs> the lady was really nice. Her name was Beth. And she came out and talked with me. I'm like, look, Beth, you guys have a spot right here. And I have this claw machine. And I pulled out my my um, phone. And I think it was a Galaxy S7 at the time. And I showed them the picture, not the actual Craigslist ad, just the picture. And I told them, I have this claw machine. And I can place it right here. And I can split the revenue with you guys. And, you know, we, it's a win-win situation. And she's like, well, come back later. Of course, I'll talk to my brother. And uh, they end up, uh, I come back every once in a while to check on them. And they said, uh, you know, oh, we forgot to talk about it. We still need to talk about it. So I'm getting my hopes up and you know, I'm thinking to myself, it's <laughs> not going to happen because right. it's my first location. And luckily, they came back and eventually came, uh, got, uh, when I came in, they're like, yeah, we decided it would be perfect for a claw machine. So that, so that day, I went. Location yeah. was a grocery store. Yeah. And, and that day, I was like so excited. I couldn't wait. I went all the way to Tucson, which is like a two-hour drive for me, picked up that claw machine, and it was a lot of work getting that claw machine out of the house. We had to take down the joystick and throw it on the back of the pickup, put the joystick back on. And we came in and we placed it. And my first month was $145 in sales on that claw That's machine. That's good. Yeah. To me, that was a lot of money. <laughs> extra, after payouts, an extra 100 bucks. So, What did you put was, in it at first? What was the first things you put in there? I didn't have any toys. Luckily, they came <laughs> with toys because I didn't think about toys. I was just thinking about the claw machine. And it came with some plush. And it was just whatever the kid won because it was their it was their, the person's son's claw machine, and oh. uh, those people were pretty unique people. Like uh, never mind, I won't get into the what I thought about them. They, they were strange, but uh, the son would have a whole bunch of toys. And they promised me all the toys. Later, they they called me up and texted me, and they wanted some of the toys back. And so I, I they were like, my son is so mad and, and throwing a fit and punching holes in the walls. I'm like, whoa, you know, so I, I set the toys aside and uh, I was like, look, I'm not going back to Tucson. It's a two hour drive, uh, but I'll have these toys ready to go. You can either pay me some money in shipping and I'll ship right. it to you, or you can come over here and, 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 and uh, grab them. And I held on to those toys for like six months and they never came. So mm. I just finally, I don't know what I did with those toys, but I don't think I ever put them back in the machine. That's how, well, how cool is that, though, that you, like, you basically found a location, then you went and got the machine, like, right away. Yeah, cool. I was That's super nervous. And it just progressed from there because I was like, okay, I needed a truck. But I thought to myself, wouldn't it be cool if there was a machine smaller than a normal size claw machine? I bet it would make so much money. And that's yeah. when I started searching for mini claw machines. And I came across Alibaba, and I purchased my first mini claw machine. It cost me Roughly around thirteen hundred dollars, just a little over like thirteen fifty. Yeah, mm -hmm. my first mini claw machine, and uh, it was the the OG OG of OGs. So right. uh, yeah, and I placed that sucker. And back then there was no you know Discord, no community. I had no idea what to do because I got this machine in there. I place it, and it's not accepting quarters. Well, I was luckily I I built a claw uh, a, a little coin op before arcade game. I was like, oh, I just need to put the dummy coin in there, and that was solved. But then the dollar bill acceptor that came with it, because I had made sure it came with a dollar bill acceptor, you put the dollar in, and it would count it as one quarter, one credit. and Because oh. so, there was no one there to teach me about the dip switches. I never dealt right. with that. There was no manual or anything. 
And so I asked the Carissa at the time, or not Carissa, Karina was her name. I didn't even use Rainy at the time. And so she didn't know what to do. No one knew what to do. And I was just, I went over there and I just messed with the dip switches. And for three days, I just went over there, hit random switches and just worked on it for hours each time trying to figure out uh, which setting was the right one. Turned out to be dip switch one and dip switch five. That's the only ones you have to have on. And, but there was 10 of them. So I'm just uh, looking around <laughs> and trying to figure it out. So it worked. Well, everything we learn, we learn from you when it comes to claw machines. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. It's funny. And then I watched all your videos and yeah. you learned how about how about how to do it. So because we, we didn't really know what we were doing with claw machines. We we started with full line, you know, and that was our first machines. And then we got candy machines and claw machines at the same time. And we had no idea. We had we watched every single one of your videos to learn oh, about claw machines because we didn't know what yeah. we were doing. But how many machines I know all this stuff, but how many machines are you up to now? Total. Well, I did have over a hundred, but because I'm switching over to Mega Minis, I'm selling and getting rid of a lot of my old minis, mm -hmm. and I'm upgrading the Mega. So it's kind of like a two to one trade or something like that. And I'm buying Nyx readers. That's the other thing. Nyx is, as you know, it's like three hundred dollars a piece. Yeah. So I'm selling these minis. I'm getting rid of my lesser locations. I don't really need as much uh, locations that don't produce that well because you know you, that that happens. And I'm just going to just upgrade to all Megas, and I'm loving it so much. Um, that's what I'm going to work on right now. But I'm probably – I got 65 active locations right now, and some of the locations have more than one mini. Some of them don't even have just a mini. They have large machine with a mini or some arcade games. Well, you've got arcade yeah, games too, which I didn't realize till a few days ago. Oh, that you, yeah, I got yeah. some racers and, and uh, stackers and lighthouse and other games, yeah. but – yeah, that's very that's cool. <laughs> so, next question is: Tell us something about yourself that maybe the listeners or your customers or your somebody might not know. Something that is unique about you. Well, I don't know. I'm. I'm. Uh, I, you don't really see it because you know it's recording stuff. But you kind of saw what I'm really like with that stupid shower video I made. <laughs> I'm actually a big dork. And I yeah. feel really bad, and I think that's why people got a little bit upset about that video, is they don't realize I'm a real goober. Um, yeah. I'm, like, just not serious all the time. I joke around. I do stupid stuff. I, I go around in stores, and I'll just randomly start singing in public, and, like, I don't have a singing <laughs> voice at all. I just, and like, you saw... I think there's that's the best part is, about you, though. Is the, what's that? Is, I think that's the best part about you. <laughs> you know what like, I mean? And I, I think it's so sad and funny, because... Uh, these people look to me on YouTube and they invest thousands and thousands of dollars. And, you know, when I'm doing it, it works. I mean, you're doing it now and other people are doing it. It's working. It really does. But I'm such a, 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 a goober, like I said. Super dork like me. Yeah. Uh, super dork. And I'll do stupid stuff all the time because that's why I like. I like just being dumb. I like having fun in life. And like one year for Halloween, I dressed up and I don't know if you saw that picture. I was a claw machine playing a claw machine. I made my own claw machine outfit. And uh, I enjoyed that and such. Right. So I just do stupid stuff all the time. Okay. What, um, this is like you're getting an interview. So what is your biggest success and your biggest failure? Uh, my biz biggest success uh, is getting married to my wife, I would say. I oh, nice. struggled so hard dating and trying to find the right person. 
And uh, my wife and I were friends, and I didn't know she hated me. She absolutely hated me when we were first date, well, when we were first friends. And I just thought she was being silly, and I never took it as uh, being like she hated me. But for dating, like it was really hard for me. I couldn't ever find that special someone. My, uh, you know, she's my one and only. And right. uh, I'm 26 years old by the time I finally got with someone. You know, 25, 26. So, and my biggest failure, uh I don't know, like, I never really look at things as a failure. Like, I mean, I've gotten into MLMs before, and that failed, but I had a lot of fun, made a lot of friends, and even though I lost tons of money trying to yeah. figure things out, it's like, I learned business, so. That's a great end, outlook, though. That's a yeah. great outlook, yeah. Very cool. So, what do you think that your favorite favorite product that you put in your machine is? What's your favorite thing to put in your car machine? Oh, I love I love uh, a lot of stuff, but the LED watches kick butt like crazy. Those little LED watches, like I'll make a dedicated uh, claw machine with just those watches, and mm -hmm. it'll outsell the other claw machines with plush. So, and then the Pikachu heads, I love those Pikachu heads. I got tons of them in there. Yeah, um, we just ordered just, some of those too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I my favorite toys are the ones that are like those Pikachu heads. They're only thirty five cents a piece. Yeah, and I I can put them in a machine, charge a dollar, and people will play for them and make like six bucks per Pikachu head. Do you notice a big difference? Because we we're getting ready to order um, watches right now too. Um, do you notice a big difference between the ones that have the characters on them and the ones that don't? Honestly, they both did really well. Uh -huh. So I just like the character ones because it looks because people um, I did get this comment a few times. Some people actually think that those uh, cheaper ones are Fitbit watches. And I think the cartoon character ones look more like childish. So, uh -huh. I mean, in a way, it's 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 less. I wasn't never trying to deceive anyone. I mean, if right. you take a close look that those bands are cheap. Everything's about it's cheap. There's a reason why you win them for a dollar a piece and and you win them once every three tries or five tries. Um, yeah. because it's not a Fitbit, but, uh, you well, know, it's but different than, I mean, it's like another 10 cents just for that character from what I've got yeah. pricing. So, I mean, that's a pretty, I mean, for three of them, you can get a whole nother watch, you know what I mean? So I don't know if it was worth getting the face. Yeah. Out. I, I think they look so cool and they, they sell like crazy and I love the little cartoon character, especially the Pikachu one. I think the Pikachu yeah. is the best one, but Spider-Man is super cool too. And Captain America, <laughs> you ever get those ones? I mean, it's totally random with. I, I bet you if you asked for a certain style, she would send it to you. But they yeah. usually just randomly mix it. I mean, I've ordered 2,000 in a bulk one time, and I got only, like, maybe a handful of Pikachus. I'm like, dang it. I should just... Mm -hmm. Yeah, because those are the ones you want the most. Yeah. Yeah. I love those Pikachus. Um, what's your best location? Okay. So, uh, man, there's so many good ones out there. Um. I really love now. I only collect on this once a month, but usually my uh, grocery store does about eight hundred to a thousand dollars a month. And but there's three machines in there. And I love that store because that was my original store. But yeah. there are locations that I make more money on. Uh, I mean, I love my movie theater. I worked really hard. I spent a year getting that movie theater, um, never giving up on them. They never had arcade machines before and right. uh, claw machines, and I never stopped asking. And they eventually brought me in there after COVID. But uh, I really right now love my ice cream shops because they seem like they're doing like $600 a month, four to $600 a month in the off season. And this is only my second season with them. And it yeah. looks like they're going to do $1,000 a month every single month. And I got nine of them now. Well, it's almost ice cream season. So it's going to be even I better. Yeah, I love we, them. 
we've got those boba shops and and one of them serves ice cream so we have a feeling that it's going to do pretty good you know what i mean because yeah because it has ice cream and boba so and i love boba shops too i mean they're all really good laundromats the only downside about laundromats is they're really risky in the sense that not all laundromats have some camera yeah to watch it Mm -hmm. And uh, you, that's the only time I've ever been like damaged. I ever had a damaged machine is from a laundromat. Right. What do you see as the next big thing, or what you think is going to be trending this spring and summer in in our industry? Well, I, I have a feeling that as a business, claw machines are definitely the way to go. Uh, they they're still like I just talked to. Oh, who was it? I talked to a lot of people on the Discord, and they called yeah. me. And I have a lot of fun chatting with them. I mean, yesterday was just like I was on the phone all day, uh, which I feel <laughs> bad for my wife because I, you know, get on the phone for hours and I love talking. But uh, I, I think the claw machines are still an untapped industry, the minis at least. As you can see, you go around in your area, and there's still lots of opportunity in space. Um, but for product wise, I it's I ask little kids what to get sometimes. Like I had no idea little poppets were a thing. Uh, a year ago or two years ago and they're still apparently popular but right. uh, you know, I, I went I I mean I play with them all the time because I got so many of them but I would never have bought one you know, right but uh, so it's hard to say um, you know I just hope for the best and just get whatever goes with the trend with whatever my nieces tell me so right all right what do you what are who are your favorite people to follow in our business or who do you look up to the most? Well, you, Howard. <laughs> <laughs> you and Amelia. Honestly, no. Like, uh, so this is this is true, and this is part of the community. I think we actually feed off each other because there are points in time where I, I'm done getting locations for a while. You know, I'm like, okay, right. I'm done expanding. I don't have the same drive like I like. I'm not desperate anymore. I'm in this comfortable zone. And then I start watching your videos. I'm watching you and Amelia. And like it was just last October-ish before we started doing the live stream, maybe maybe uh, September. I was watching you guys get these locations, and I'm like, I want to go back out there and do that again. I miss yeah. doing. And you, so you and Amelia really got me going again to start going and get more locations. And now I got nine ice cream shops. That was yeah. because you guys got me going again. You know, got my little my little uh, heart going, and I and I started thinking and getting excited because I went on a little slump just because I was being kind of lazy in a sense. I was just enjoying the money, and right. now I'm standing again. But I look to you guys, of course, and then Galaxy Games eight four three. I mean, we're all friends for a reason. We we inspire each other. But Quick Play, I still watch Quick Play, and I think they're, yeah, <laughs> the shirt. <laughs> uh, Quick Play is, is like, the very first that inspired me, so I, can, I can't ever just uh, forget them. And yeah. Claw Kickers, too. But, uh, yeah. And then, you know, there's other people, like E.T. Vending, Cosmic Vending. Uh, there's a whole bunch of others that are just, every time they post something, Sweet Treat Kings or whoever in the Discord, it gets me going. I'm like, I'm excited. So, yeah. you know, I just... I just looked at everyone else. I look to everyone, honestly. I know Amelia really likes to go out looking for locations. So I she gets burned out by the end, I think, you know, because it is, it's, it's time consuming and it's, it takes a lot out of her, you know, because I mean, you, you're having to think on your feet and you got to be, you know, she's got to be happy and, you know, and all that stuff. And it's like, that's not always who you are some days. So mm -hmm. I know she likes it, but you know, I mean, she doesn't want to stop. It's cool. 
And Sam right now, he's getting into the full line, and he really wants like 50 vending machines. So he's <laughs> he's all about it. So that's awesome. Yeah, we're going to be going pretty hard here pretty quick. So it's good. So good. So now, um, what book, movie, or television show do you think shaped your life or your career the most? Do you have one that you... It doesn't have to be a book. It can be anything that you watched or, or read or whatever that you made you, you know, basically kind of gave you purpose or put you in a certain direction that maybe made you think differently about something? I don't know. Like, I really like the Rocky series. Like, I <laughs> love that series. I used to wrestle in high school. I watched Rocky every, you know, like every season. I watched all at the time. Was only, like, yeah. Yeah, five Rockies. <laughs> Actually, I didn't like the fifth Rocky, so I would watch one through four all the time. Yeah. But, uh, like, nothing like Hollywood and, like, I love Star Wars. Star Wars was a bit, the original Star Wars, not the uh, the prequel. Well, prequels are okay, but the Disney sequels. Did you I, watch the Mandalorian series? Um, I watched the first two seasons, and I watched Boba Fett. I haven't watched, is season three even out yet? It's coming out March 1st. So, okay, so I haven't watched that uh, season. Yeah, I'm I really really, like The Mandalorian a lot. So I do, but I'm kind of like done with uh, Disney and such, and like I don't know, it's not the same magic as it used to be to me. I'm not. Well, a big I know kid. you went to Disneyland, you didn't have the same experience that you had in years past. You said so it wasn't, it didn't feel the same, right? Yeah, I'm kind of irritated with Disney. I feel like it's been too corporate. Like Disney used to be a place for the family and friends, and and you're talking about everyone was equal everyone loved each other you know obviously you fight in the lines and you deal with people and crap but like at least like it, it was a, a positive experience and there was always some positive energy i feel like when i go there now and their whole demeanor is you get there you spend this money and you get there and then they want you to download their app and spend more money for a fast pass and then on top of that if you want a premium ride you have to spend more money yeah. for each person and it's just it just became so corporated. Like I, I, I love spending money. I'm a big spender, but yeah. the whole idea of that just makes me like annoyed. We've been watching videos because we're going to Vegas. You know, all of us are going in March to Vegas, and so we've been watching all these videos on where to eat and all oh, where you know what to see and what to do. And for some reason, a Disney video came up and it said, "How much did we spend in one day on food at Disneyland?" And it was like. Three hundred something dollars for one day yeah. or something. This guy and he's like, and he goes, I we didn't even get any of the fancy stuff, you know. And, and yeah. it was two of them, him and his girlfriend, and like he's like, this is stupid. This is like ridiculous money. So, I totally get it, you know. But yeah, yeah, it's funny you talk about that. So when I was a kid, my parents took me to Disneyland almost every summer. It was it was magical, you know. I love that's why I love Disney so much. This is before Disney, like they just barely opened up Indiana Jones. Disneyland was so small. We loved it. We would go there for a week and just, I, it was so magical. And they, we stay at the Disneyland Hotel and there's Goofy Kitchen. Well, just two <laughs> years ago, this is two years ago, so I hate to see it now. Maybe it's a year and a half ago. My parents went with my uh, older brother and, and their, their kids and his wife. Um, and they decided to buy them all a meal at the Goofy's Kitchen. So that's seven people with three of them being kids. And the bill came out. To over four hundred and some odd dollars Jeez. for the buffet meal, and my parents—they're—they're they're older. They hardly eat at all. The kids yeah. didn't eat that much because there's kids. They had one plate, so the only ones that really got to eat was my brother because my sister-in-law she doesn't <laughs> eat that much. So my brother was the only one that ate. So they basically paid four hundred and some odd dollars for my brother. For your brother to eat, <laughs> and that didn't even include tip. So uh, you imagine paying a you know fifteen percent, twenty percent tip on four hundred dollars—that's yeah. another hundred bucks. So almost hundred bucks, but. 
crazy. All right. What super ho- superpower do you wish you had and why? Time control. I would love to t- do time, like go through Travel time. Travel through time? Yeah. I mean, that's the coolest superpower. Do you ever watch Heroes, that old hero yeah. story? Yeah. Yeah. That was my favorite guy. It was the, the I, hero. Was that his name? Hero? Yeah. Hero. I forget well, his last name. That and what's the, the one guy in um, that Netflix series or whatever? Um, the What's it called? Shoot. I thought forgot the name. But the Umbrella Academy or whatever, where like they can travel through time and stuff. That was big in that show, too. Oh, yeah. But yeah, was, I don't know if you saw that. That sounds interesting. I like yeah, Hero, I think, was the one that could travel through time. It's been a while since I've seen that show. But yeah. Um, so where'd you go to that? Would you go to the past or would you go to the future? Ah. Uh, I probably just stick with past because I wouldn't want to be spoiled in the future. I like you know certain events and you know there's things, but then I also be afraid of the butterfly effect. You know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Knowing me, I might trip over and save Hitler or something. Right, know. right. <laughs> something bad would happen. That would be a, it. Would be an accident. So <laughs> I'd be like, oh gosh. Oh my god, it's awesome. Okay, so what is one idea that experts in our field? say is the best but that you disagree with or do you have one that you don't go by the norm that other people do i don't know i don't really know too many experts like i went on that facebook group and and they hated me on that facebook group is like crazy i'm not yeah having... they're pretty they're pretty cutthroat on there for yeah, some reason. but i think it's because uh i was telling a lot of people getting the vending and i think uh my videos they don't understand like i, I know that there's a common conversation that they say why are we recording like you and i recording this we're really just telling the business owners to take over our locations and i've never had anyone ever say okay i saw your video get out because i want to do that uh most of the owners i'm really personal with i become friends with i'm open with them i'm like look i'm actually a youtuber i'll record this and i want you to understand and if anything they they i tell them look i record every quarter every dollar i get out here so if you ever want to audit me you have the video evidence. Right. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's like that. So I'm not afraid. And they find that as trust. And, and, uh, I like uh, my barber shop that I just got, that's just killing it. The guy asking questions like the price of the machine, uh, how they get in start. And I, I was truthful with them. I told them like, well, I don't want to lose your location, but this is, this is how much it costs and this and that. And yeah. they're like, no, we don't want to you know, do that. I just curious about you, how you expand it. Cause they want to know more about me. And uh, I've had my laundromat that I've had since three years ago. The guy's same thing. Like, he wanted to know more. And I actually helped his kids out get started in the claw machines. And he's one of my subscribers. Oh, nice. Yeah, they're in the Discord, actually. And it's fun seeing those kids go. And then you know what they go for? Boba tea places, coffee places. They kick butt. And they're like 17, 18 years old. Not much older than Amelia. So, yeah. Well, I know that our boba tea place, we recorded us going, you know, in and setting it up and stuff. It was our first boba tea. And so then I sent the guy the video. Um, once it was edited, I sent him a link to the video. And he's because and, I put his name in there and I put the location and stuff. And he's like, man, he goes, that's the best advertisement I can get. He's yeah. like, any people that will come in because they see your video, he goes, I think that's awesome. So he was super excited about it. So. I understand what they're saying about, you know, the collection videos and stuff, but I don't think you, me, or Matt, or, um, you know, a lot of us, we don't do it for that reason. We don't do it to show how much money we make. We just let people know how our locations are doing, but mostly we do it to help people. And that's yeah. kind of what, you know, we're about. And that's what I want to do. Like what yeah. Quick Play did for me, 
is what I wanted to do for the community. And I just, you know, I found a simple situation with the minis where you can fit in the car at whether half the price or a third <laughs> of the price of a, a full size. And they usually make about the same or if not more. So mm -hmm. that to me, it was like the fastest ROI and the easiest way to get started. So, yeah. Well, I know that you've helped a lot of people a lot of people not just in the discord but you know in, in the general public get started and so and a lot of them don't even know about the discord but you know hopefully people will learn but yeah i don't know how many people told me that they watched you and that's how they got <laughs> started so i mean it's pretty, and that's how we got into the machine so i mean you guys you know, like i said you guys inspired me too like yeah. if it if you guys didn't honestly this is probably what would have happened um the facebook group rubbed me the wrong way at one time i know you're not supposed to let the internet get to you but i was thinking to myself uh, I'm doing all this stuff trying to help people. I've helped out a handful of people, which made me happy and gave me joy. But I'm getting all this negative flack. I almost I, I stopped posting videos for a while because I was gonna I was done. I was like, you know, I'm just going to enjoy things with my wife and enjoy growing my business. I'm not going to really show this anymore. And then right. you know, Galaxy Games reached out to me, but then I started finding your channel, Cosmic Vending, ET Vending, and a few others. And I was like, wow, you know, there's other people that are documenting this and and showing things and it got me excited again like i said it really boosted my, my moral out you know i got really happy and excited and i was like i'm gonna start, continue doing my youtube channel i'm not gonna stop so i mean i look to you guys and that's how i feel like you guys are dear to me in that yeah. sense because i would always stop my youtube well we're all, we're all friends i mean we're, we're on a different level now but i mean we're all like super close but you know even just when we first got started we were helping each other and I mean, it's just, it's nice to be able to bounce ideas off of other people too, you know, to, if you have like this great idea, you think, and then you throw it, they're like, yeah, but what about this or whatever? And you're like, oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Like that, I don't know how many exactly. times it's happened to me where I'm like, oh shoot, you know, I didn't think. I know some people have some really cool ideas in that yeah. discord and yeah. I love it. And I, and I love seeing the growth, like Howard, you've grown so much faster than I ever did. You and Amelia, well, I know it's Amelia going out there getting locations, right. but you're financing her. And it's it's just so awesome to see you guys grow so fast. Yeah. And it makes me so excited. I, I brag about you and your daughter all the time. I'm like, I, I <laughs> play ball, her, you know? Yeah, it's all her. I, I, just, I, just these help these. Her, I just help her do yeah. her thing. You know? I, I know. Um, and But the support is so awesome. And I love that. But I go to play ball or I go to my church house and I, and I talk to the youth and the younger kids. And I always tell them about your daughter. I'm like, there's an 11-year-old uh, girl who's able to accomplish this. You guys can do it. Go out there and make something yourselves. And I yeah. tell them all about, like, I love Amelia. I think Amelia should go out and give speeches and, and such. You know, too bad she can't go to the to the convention. The Vegas, yeah, maybe next yeah, year. I wish she's just a little young this year. But, she is, I know, um, I know. There's a guy that he joined our Discord. And he, he'd been watching the live things on, on and he, I'm trying to remember where he's from, but he's 20, 24 or 25 years old, and he, his job is, like, he has this horrible job where he works like, I don't remember what it is, but it's some like really hard job. And basically he's like, I, I do, there's nothing else around here that I can do. But he said, I've been saving my money. So I went and I bought, I went to Grant and bought a couple Golden House machines that are coming. And he said, I watched Amelia's videos and he goes, she's the one that told me I could do it. He goes, in my head, he goes, I watched her and go, She's 11. Like, if she could go She's out 11, and do exactly. this, 
But he goes, I can do this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I can do this, too. And then, so, he, anyways, he ended up calling me on the phone. And we talked just like you talk to people on Discord and stuff. But I talked to him for, like, two hours one day. And Amelia was there, and she kind of talked to him a little bit, too. And I said, you're going to suck. You're going to be horrible in the beginning. But I said, by your, you know, 50th or 60th location, you're going to get it down, and you're going to find one. You know, don't stress about it. And he, because he was really worried about talking to people. And I said, you it's it's embarrassing it's like it makes you sweat like you're you know and and but she does it and if she can go out and do it then you can do it you know and so he did he the first place he went out he got and he was just so excited and he went out in the second one and i think he's working on like three or four but he was like he goes she's the one you know she's the one this little girl did it and he's like if she could do it i can do it you know what i mean and that, that's so. how I felt about big play, too. When I saw those kids, like, I thought they were 16, 17 years old. I didn't know that they were my wife's age. So, uh, you know, because it was three, four years ago. But I think right. it's really cool because meet them. They're closer to my age than I thought. But I thought the same thing. And, and that's why I talk about to other people about Amelia. I'm like, this little 11-year-old girl is an entrepreneur. And she goes out with the confidence of a, as a grown woman. Like, she knows that she cannot be stopped. Right. The only thing that's right. stopping her is herself. And yeah. she doesn't let herself stop herself, you know? I think it's a beautiful thing. And I think yeah. that uh, brings up a really important thing. Uh, when I got started in the claw machine business, obviously it's very weird to do minis. It looks very uh, toyish. And I yeah. got told by some, even family members, friends and family members that are really close to me, um, you know, they're telling me this is this is going to be just another thing. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to fail and you're not going to get anywhere with this and stuff like that. And I'm so happy, you know, I just kept going forward and because being told that if I would have listened, I wouldn't have made this YouTube channel. I wouldn't uh, share. And there have been a lot of people that probably wouldn't have done this. And a lot of people have the same, you know, everyone's waking up nine to five, doing their nine to five jobs every single day, serving tables, uh, yeah. listening to someone else yell at them uh, every day. And it's just negative. And it's like, you know, you want something better for yourself and you can do that with this business with vending right. in general it doesn't have to be claw machines but it's so great being your own boss so yeah um, well and if you get to a certain point like where you're at now where you don't have to do a normal job you can do this full time and it can pay for you to live which is amazing in itself but then you're also your own boss so i mean there's yeah. some stressful things about it like you don't have your own insurance so, I mean, you've probably got to pay for insurance for you and your wife because otherwise you don't have that unless she, I don't know if she works, I can't remember. But, um, you know, that's the thing is that there's little things you'd have to work out besides that. But to be able to go, hey, you know, I work myself. If I want to go collect, I go collect. If I don't want to do that, I don't have to. I can stay home tonight. You know, that's really neat. So, it's very yeah. nice. Well, I'm kind of a little bit lucky about the insurance because my wife is actually Native, Native oh. American. So she gets, uh, we go down the road not too far away, and any hospital she pretty much go to uh, supports her tribe's uh, tribal care. So um, we're fortunate in that sense. So I don't have to worry about her. And if we ever have kids, the same thing for them. Like they'll be covered by the tribe. So that's awesome. That is awesome. (laughs) I won the lottery there too. So, but that's really cool. I mean, other than myself, insurance is super expensive. I mean, so, yeah. you know, so, yeah, very cool. So, yeah, that's awesome. Okay, next question is, 
how do you deal with rude customers or rude business owners that aren't nice to you? And do you have a story? Oh, oh yeah, I do have a story about one. There's only one story I can think of that really, oh my gosh, it was so dumb. But you know, the most part, customers, I, I never really had a rude customer. I had someone shake my machine and they got fired because they were stupid enough to do it in front of a camera. And oh I God. caught them. Uh, yeah, so I'll tell you that one real fast. And I actually have a video on it. But the quick backstory: this guy's kind of a customer, kind of not. He uh, he he was a cleaning crew at that uh, that grocery store, and they close down the store, hire a third party oh, group, yeah. and they would go and clean. And there would be one person. He knew the security code to get in, and he would do the security code to get out. Anyways, I came in because I check on my machines all the time. I'm an active vendor. I love looking at my machines. I, I don't just sit. I like. I, I spend more time driving around and looking at my own machines than I do. You must be love, love having the Nyacks now then. I bet you're going nuts. Oh, yeah. I love it uh, <laughs> you know, so much. So I, uh, I go, went into my grocery store, and I see that my machine is a little bit moved. And then I go over there and try to straighten it out. And you know, I'm like, what's going on? Not really thinking much. But then I look at the back wall, and, and on the drywall, there's tears. Like someone shook the machine. You can tell. And there's tears, like perfectly streaks down uh, each side. And I was like, that's not normal. And so I went up to the owner because I, you know, this is my first location ever. And I was like, I think someone vandalized this machine and uh, destroyed your wall back there. It's like, you can see like several scratches, like torn into that drywall all the way through. Anyways, so they, they, they were aware of it now. They didn't know about that. And they go on the camera and they, uh, the only time it would have happened was at nighttime after hours. So they looked it up, and that night before I came, you know, because I came in the day after it happened, apparently, that night uh, earlier, the guy signed in with the security code, and he's supposed to clean the whole grocery store. He signed in, and 30 minutes later, he signed out and left. So supposedly he cleaned the whole grocery store in 30 minutes, and it's supposed to be like a six-hour job. Wow. And so that, they thought that was a red flag. And then they looked at the security footage. And for like uh, most of the time, he was over at my machine and he was trying to shake out my prize. It was Pokemon Arceus came out and he's shaking my machine, trying to get the, the fall out of the coils and, and fall out. And he was trying to get that. But anyways, he, he got caught and he got fired. So that was funny. I mean, sad, but it's funny because it's justice. But yeah. the worst experience with a, a business owner was I finally got myself a Chinese buffet because I've helped my buddy get Chinese buffets. Chinese buffets do really well. And I found this Chinese buffet, and the lady would not let me put the machine. I was persistent, but she wouldn't let me. So I was like, look, I'll give you $250 to give it one month and try it out. And she let me put it in. And so I put the machines in there. We agreed. I put them in two machines like I agreed to. And I made like 300 bucks the first week. And I promised her I'd give her a percent, if it, uh, it, but she didn't want the percent. So the first week, I, it wasn't even a full week. It was 300 bucks. And then I started noticing my money was every time I show up because I check on my machines all the time that my machines were off and she was leaving them off. And she's like, look, I don't want energy being used. And even though I paid for this rent, we never agreed to that. So I was like, OK, I've got a timer. So I put a timer in there and then she shut off my machine still because even though the timer was set, it was she wanted my machines not to start until the afternoon because she doesn't get much of a breakfast rush. And then she wanted to shut off an hour early because she didn't want the er the late rush because usually it's slower. So right. I agreed to that. And then I came in, I did my first collection, and it was like at that time about 10 days, and I pulled out like 700 bucks. And I told her, I'm like, look, next month, if you want to do the 30% deal, 
you'd be already at, you know, I'm already in, in 10 days, already at $210, and I paid you $250. And, and I was like, I'll pay you the 30%. I was trying to yeah. make her happy. And she was mad because now she took it the wrong way. But I was telling her, look, I will give you the 30%. And then I come in, and uh, she's yelling at me and cursing at me on the second time. I've, uh, because I've, I've, I had another, I'm, I'm at $1,000 at this time. And uh, she's cursing at me in front of her whole restaurant because she her bulk vending machine didn't make as many quarters as it normally does because they're going to buy machine. And I, and I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm done working with you because I tried to make you happy and I offered you tons of money. I I would have given her probably if she would have kept me, I probably would have given her like four hundred, five hundred dollars a month. And I yeah. I would have supplied her with quarters if she wanted to too. But she was yelling at me, cursing at me in front of all her customers, and I was like, I'm good, I'm gone. Oh my god. Machines, yeah. Oh. Well, those are the kind of places you don't really want to be in anyways. You know what I mean? At that point, it's yeah. just like you just dread going. It's just not fun anymore, you know? And that's what I decided to. It wasn't worth it. I just pulled my machines out. I didn't even stay for the full month. You know, it was like three weeks. And I made $1,000. I got my two fifty back. So it was, it was going to be a good location. It would have been a great location. But I just don't want to do business like that. I have way too much fun to stress myself out with some angry lady. So since you got started, because you've been doing this about three years now, right? Total, roughly? Uh, just over three years, yes. Yeah. So when you first got in and you watched all the videos and people made all this stuff and told you all these stories and everything, what do you think the biggest myth that you heard over the time of that was? Or do you do you think that is getting said a lot that is just a myth about vending? Uh, myths you can think of. Well, I, I've been told that I staged all my collections. And, yeah. Uh, so like, that's a big myth. I never staged anything. Those collections yeah. were true. I mean, that was a myth people were saying about my collection. I don't know about the whole thing of vending because, uh, I don't know, the whole thing of vending. That's I, funny because that was a comment we got when we did our live videos. You know, those mm -hmm. live feeds that we did mm -hmm. where we went and collected. Mm -hmm. And somebody wrote one of the comments they wrote on it was like, oh, finally, somebody that's doing it live that shows what it's really like and what they're really getting. And I'm like, it's always been what we're really getting. Like, we don't, yeah. go, to a uh, we don't go to a location and tell the people that work there that we're going to go in and put a bunch of money in the machine. And then we're going to come back in, in like 10 minutes and you guys act like you haven't seen us. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, we never, sense, done that. You know? never done that. I yeah. mean, um. The only thing that maybe it's kind of more reality, but it's not like sometimes I don't feel like recording and I go over there and I'm like, okay, this machine just made 600 bucks or something like that, 400 bucks. And I'm like, I already opened it up. I already know what's in there. And I've done that a few times where I'm like, oh gosh, I'm not the, I got, I got to record. This is too good of a collection. So yeah. I'll, I'll relock it up. I'm like, let's get the phone and bring out the crew, you know, get a camera stand, whatever, because I'm going to record this. And I had to act surprised. I've done that a few times. I'm guilty of that. But that was because it was too good. It wasn't that I was faking the collection. It's that I was just having to react the response. Like, I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's $480 in, in two weeks. You know, I've done yeah. that just a few times. But that's the only thing I've ever done. Yeah, we've never done that yet. We've never had to do anything like that. We, we wished we recorded a couple, you know, but we were just like, we're in a hurry. 
yeah we just wanted to get in and get out and we were gonna go go do something or like we were just having a bad day and like amelia didn't feel like being on camera or whatever and i was like that's fine you know like because mm -hmm. she i mean she likes to look nice and she wants to be presentable and and all that and some days yeah. you just wake up on a saturday and you're like let's go collect and she's like well i'm not getting dressed up i'm like that's fine let's go collect and make sure your machines are okay because you need to take care of them you know so we go and do that but yeah, because okay. recording on the side is not the easiest thing ever. No, it's not. It's, it makes it so much because I know I'm one hand down and I'm trying to collect the money, <laughs> and then I, I like I'll bend over and and it's really awkward trying to hold on to the camera and yeah. then I drop Especially bills like all over. The DBAs, the DBAs are hard to open with one hand and yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> they are. <laughs> it is. I mean that is true. But yeah, I so tried nice that at Logan's that once. Big stack come out. Yeah, it's beautiful. So, uh, what's your favorite part of the business? What do you like the most, and what's your least favorite part of the business? Uh, well, Feds of I, money. I hate traveling, so that's my least favorite part. I just, I'm not much of. I've always hated traveling, and I hate driving around. That's why I had to buy this electric car and spend all this money so it would drive for me. I mean, I still have to drive, but it's mindlessly driving. At least I can just relax. But <laughs> um, like idiots. That's the thing <laughs> yeah. that bothers me, like, especially yeah. in California. They're the worst. Right. California is worse than Arizona. That's Ugh. for sure. You guys are like your giant freeway system, and like how many freeways connect to each other, and like it's crazy. So that's, that's basic kind of, rules, and nobody follows them, and like yeah, it makes it so frustrating. Yeah, no, oh, I'm with you. And uh, it's scary. And then um, my, what I really like doing is when I do a collection, I love going out with my wife and and having a collection like. I used to do dates, the Dave and Busters, and we yeah. go over there and we play the games and we see how many times we could win the game in a row. We see how many tickets we get and we go and buy a whole bunch of plush for my machines. But yeah. now I got so many machines, and this is one of the reasons why I stopped, uh, other than inflation and the tickets not being worth as much as could buy the toys. But I just got to the point where I got so many machines. Playing at Dave and Busters became more of a chore than enjoyment. Yeah, because I play the same machine over and over again, and I would get done playing for an hour or two, and I go and get the tickets and toys, and it was just not enough to fill up all my machines. So it's like, you know, I'll just buy online from now on. Yep, that makes sense. What's the word? Oh, you already did that. Okay, so then um, here's a funny question. What's your favorite scary movie of all time? Scary movie? Ah, I don't like scary movies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. like. I, I, I hate horror uh let's see scariest movie Ooh, I, I don't know what i what's my favorite you said i don't know i don't really have a horror okay movie that I, like. I hate horror <laughs> all right what would be your biggest advice you give to new and old business owners not young and young and old business owners or business owners that have been in the business even what advice would you give them if they're getting started or if they're already in business that you've learned what advice well it depends like if you're on a budget if uh, and this is how what i learned and i helped out lots of people get started this is my advice personally and it depends on your credit score or whatnot but a lot of people that don't have the funds to get started uh i recommend getting a credit card with zero apr like i got a discover card and uh, that's how i funded a lot of my machines too is i I went on there and kind of fudged the numbers a little bit. I was like, okay, well, if I have this many machines out there, this is how much I will make because they ask your annual income. So right. I was like, this is what my annual income is going to be. You know, knocked some numbers in there. I'm like, that's my number. And it is now uh, by far. I predicted it pretty well. 
but that's what I put and gave me a really nice credit card limit, like $12,000. Like, yes. And then it gave me cash back, zero APR, uh, bonus for using the card in the first three months. So I had like $300, $400 worth of cash back and rewards. So that was really nice. But I financed uh, my machines and got me a big order. And then I had 15 months to pay that sucker off before ABR kicked in. And that really helped me get going. That's so awesome. if you're on a limited budget, but you have decent or good credit, get a zero APR credit card. That's my thought. That's your, that's your, any other advice? Um, use Google Maps to find locations, to help find locations. Route it out. Drop your little guy down if you have to, like you were talking about. Walk right. around that Google Maps. Find locations. Look for signs. Like if you find a location and it has bulk vending in there and you have any claw machines, well, they already like vending, so right. there's a good chance that you can put a, a mini claw machine in there. They're used to the vendors. Or if you see the honor boxes in there, they like some sort of vending, so go over there and ask them if they want a mini claw machine. So, yeah, look for little tricks like that. Look for little signs that they would like vending. Nice. So what um, what can people expect from you next? What's next for Extreme Vending and David and his wife? Well, uh, I'm hoping that things will continue to grow in the sense like I, I want to grow to the point where I'm making uh, almost double. Well, last few months, my business has been pulling in between ten to $13,000 a month pretty consistently for the past eight months right now. And I want to get to about twenty, twenty-five thousand, 25000 so almost double. Um, I think that's very possible with these mega minis and the Nyx readers and the newer minis um, that are just so much better. So that's my personal business goal. Yeah. But as a YouTube goal, I would say I would like to get to the point where I'm growing a lot more and got a bigger Discord. And I want to build a partnership between some of the channels, which you already know I'm talking about. Yeah. And I want to build a trust and a, a friendship between a few channels about certain things and make kind of like a little vending hub where people, well, we kind of have that Discord already, but where uh, you can trust two other channels or such uh, about doing business together and such. Yeah. Yeah. Help each other. Nice. Very good. Um, any final thoughts you would like to leave our viewers with? Well, um, well, check your local laws, of course, make sure things are legal and affordable. Cause I've heard that there's pretty crazy laws like Maryland. I know makes you, at least this is what I'm told. I don't live there. You have to make it play to, uh, and win every time, which that kind of sucks, but still very doable. Um, don't let people discourage you. I mean, a lot of people think you have to be go to college, which I'm not trying to say you don't have to go to college or whatever, but they're, they, they make you think that your life should be out of high school, college, pay lots of money, get in the debt, and work a nine-to-five job. And Or maybe if you don't go to college, work a nine-to-five job for the rest of your life. You yeah. don't have to do that. You can do something else. There's uh, there's vending. There's other things out there. There's obviously people. You hear stories in America. America is the greatest country in the world for a reason. People come to this country. want They crawl on their hands and knees. They cross the border. They try to get here because they want a better life. Everyone yeah. and anyone have this equal opportunity in America. That's what's so great about this country is you can actually build yourself up to something. And, uh, you know, don't let anyone discourage you from that. Believe in yourself. Take chances. If you fail, at least you failed trying and you learned a little bit more about yourself and learned more about why you you failed and try something else. So nice. Very good. 
Well, thank you so much for uh, hanging out with me. And, uh, yeah. Well, cool it's always interview. a pleasure. Like, I love you guys. <laughs> like, I love Amelia. I love you so much. I love Galaxy Games. It's a great community. Discord, I love the Discord. So uh, thanks right. for uh, using me as your guinea pig. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> thanks for it, man. All right. Well, thank you so much for Extreme Vending for hanging out with us. And uh, good luck with all your endeavors. And I know you're going to kill it, as usual. So uh, we'll be watching along with everybody else and seeing what's next for you guys. So thank you so much. Thank you, Howard. Love you, man. Bye. Bye.